back to Cincinnati Zoo Tales. I'm Jenna. And I'm Mark. We appreciate everyone who's tuning in for yet another great episode of Cincinnati Zoo Tales. We've got a really fun episode today. We've got some youth in the studio with us today, Jenna. Some young, fun energy. I'm really excited. We've got Nair North is joining us from our Zoo Academy right here on ground. Zoo Academy is our... Uh, local high school that's right here on zoo campus and they participate in labs throughout the zoo we're really excited to hear about your experience basically in zoo academy thanks for joining us yeah man thanks for having me man um so it's actually like pretty funny um i hadn't heard about the zoo academy until i was in about eighth grade and uh most people come into it all you know you hear them and they say oh well you know i heard about it when i was like in sixth grade and stuff so um it's actually pretty funny it used to be called zoo school and um, it just adopted the name Zoo Academy. And so um, what happened was I was going through Hughes, and they have all these different pathways. They have, like, IT, and um, they have health, and um, they have a different kind of science, a medical kind of science. And um, I'm like, none of those really stood out. And then they're like, oh, well, you could do the Zoo Academy. And so I started researching it, and slowly but surely, you know, my love for animals kicked in, and then <laughs> I got to meet the teachers, and then I got to see the keeper. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I'll do this. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how we got here, man. And, um, you know, it, it helped a lot. Like, it's, it's helped a lot. It helps with, like, maturing. It lets you know that you have, like, a, a good support system and all that stuff, man. Oh, it that's helps. great to hear. Yeah. So, for anyone who doesn't know, you basically go to Hughes High School, but, yep. well, we'll get into that in a second, uh, your freshman and sophomore year. Yep. And then your junior and senior year, you come to the zoo yep. every day. Yep. You take classes here, and you join us in what we call labs. So yep. you get to work with zookeepers right alongside us. Yep. Um, sometimes the maintenance team, mm -hmm. the aquatics team, horticulture, and you guys get all these different experiences. Mm -hmm. But how, like you said, they were telling you about um, you could do medical science mm -hmm. or you could do IT. Not everyone who goes to Hughes has yeah. to do one of those. So what kind of program is that? And can anyone come to Zoo Academy or is it just Hughes High School? So um, when it first started, they were independent. So now that it's run through Hughes, it's available to anybody in the state of Ohio. Okay. So how it runs is um, if you don't go to Hughes, but you want to go to the Zoo Academy, you'll fill out an application. And it's generally easier for Hughes students just simply because we're already there and, like, we already get the application mm -hmm. because we have to pick up pathway. But um, if you don't go to Hughes, you'll fill out an application. They put you on a waiting list. Okay. And what happens is um, you'll come and you'll do a shadow. And then once you shadow and you know you've, it, it, this is for me, this isn't for me. And um, if it is for you, then um, after your 10th grade year, the summer, you'll be enrolled into Hughes. And then you could come to the zoo academy. Mm. So you can go from whatever school you were from 7th to 10th. And then once you hit 11th, you'll be enrolled in Hughes and then you end up in the zoo academy. So um, it's actually relatively easy when you're a Hughes student because, like, you have to pick. But um, it's, it's not that hard even just not being a Hughes student because the application is, like, really easy. Like, they ask you questions. And then the shadowing part is really fun. And then um, once you do get accepted, you get all the cool experiences. So, yeah. That's awesome. So basically, for anyone who is in middle school now in the state of Ohio, yep. if parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, if you're yep. hearing about this and you have a young um, student in your life that might be interested in becoming yep. a zookeeper or maybe interested in, like, becoming a veterinarian, more yep. animal science stuff, yep. they should check out, you know, this zoo academy program Definitely. here at the zoo. 
Yeah, and we should mention Nair is a senior. He's on the precipice of graduation. Yep. We're really proud of him for that. Yep. I'm curious, though. You're a senior this year. How yep. many students are in your senior class? Like, what is the class size for Zoo Academy? Um, So we got a max of 50 students. So that's between the junior and the seniors. Um, Usually it's split up between 25 seniors and 25 juniors. Um, But for the first time, actually, this year, it's, like, pretty amazing, man. So we have more juniors than we have seniors. So we actually got about like 35 juniors and we only really got about 15 like ongoing everyday seniors. So we this year we got more juniors than we got seniors, but it's a really fun class, man. Like we got a small class. Um so it's easy for everybody to bond, easy for everybody to get along. Um easier to get like one-on-one help with each other. So it's just really easy, man, but we got a max of 50 students. And so you still get to participate in sports with Hughes, yep. and on graduation day, will you graduate with everyone who's in yep. those different... Is So you said you have to pick. So yeah. I couldn't just go to school all day at Hughes if I went to Hughes. In my junior and senior year, I'd have to pick one yeah. of those. That's interesting. Um, I thought it was a choice. I thought you guys like decided you wanted to do something special. Okay. Usually what will happen is if you don't pick a pathway, they'll pick one that... So you do this survey... And depending on the answers of your survey, they'll have you to do what they call um, choice one, choice two. So you'll pick the one, like, if I had to choose, I would choose this one. And then if that one wasn't available, I'd choose this one. And then depending on how you answer the survey and, like, the questions and all that, then they put you in a pathway. And um, it's it's relatively easy. You can switch pathways, like, no matter what time of the year it is. Cool. So, yeah. So, you never are just stuck in one pathway. So, like, if you go to health and then health is for you and you want to go to IT, you can switch to IT. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. That's cool. And it's really interesting just because it's such, like, a, a unique path versus your yeah. traditional high school. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know, f- speaking for myself, I was in a very traditional high school. Yeah. You're in classes yeah. for in the classroom for seven hours a day, an hour each day in each class, whatever. However, the math kind of works out. But what is your like typical day at the zoo academy look like oh man um so mondays um tuesdays and thursdays for me um it's pretty much it's really a cool class day um monday we run through all of our classes and then um our lunch is a late lunch which i hate because i'm always hungry (laughs) but um so we'll like run through our class so we start off and um we have what we call our works time which is just like anything you need to get done. You know, that's your time to do it. If it's just sit down and relax, like you don't have anything to do, you just need to relax, you you know, you need to eat breakfast, stuff like that. So we got an hour for that. And then um, we have advisory or guidance, as they call it. And it's just like a time to like meditate, relax. Um, it's sort of kind of like a big therapy session. <laughs> but it's actually like really good because like, you know, everybody can express, and you know, if something's not going right, then somebody can say it. And um, it teaches us life skills and all that. And then um, we'll run into uh, intro to vet science and then environmental science with Ms. Howard. And um, both of those classes are usually like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. And then um, after that is English. And then English is usually about an hour and a half. And then um, it's lunch. And then it's math with Ms. Kimmy. And then it's anatomy and physiology to end the day with Ms. Three. Hmm. And then Wednesdays and Fridays are my lab days coolest days out of the week um we come here as soon as you get here um you check in with mystery you know we it's really traditional for us we're leaving it's all right mystery we're heading out and um 
you go to lab. We're in lab from like eight to like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and then um, after that we go to lunch, and then we leave lunch and we uh, do capstone, which is where we're all working on a different capstone project, just to sort of kind of build awareness to stuff that we don't think the public has enough awareness about, mm. and then um, after capstone we do um, geez, oh math, so and then Tuesdays and Thursdays. We start the day off with Miss Howard. It's sort of kind of like a block day. So the classes that you don't have on Tuesday and Thursday, you have on Wednesday. Okay. So we have intro to vet and environmental science our whole morning, all the way up until 11. And then 11, we have our works again, which is whatever you need to get done, you get it done. And then we have, we go to lunch, and then we come back, and we go to English, and then we'll go to anatomy and physiology. And then by then, our day is pretty much over. So if you're not in lab, you're doing typical subjects that yep. most kids would experience in high school. What yep. is your favorite subject outside of labs? My favorite subject? Um, it's either going to be between anatomy and physiology with mystery, just because he always lets us go outside and it's breaking down like the biology of the animals, or it's going to be English, and it's just because I love English. Okay. Interesting. But obviously... Jen and I are very biased. Obviously, we're sure that lab is your favorite because you were our lab student. Of course. What's your kind of typical... Obviously, you were with us for lab, yeah. but other students are in different departments yeah. working with different people for labs. What is like your lab experience been like? Like, What do you do in your typical lab day? Um, I think all my lab experiences have been great, um, even the ones that were short. But um, with Africa this year, you know, every day is different, like we always say. But um, typically now, since it's fourth quarter and I'm on the dog and lion routine, you know, you get here, um, you find whoever you're working with and where they're at, depending on if it's a dog or lion. Um, we clean the outside exhibit, we set up the enrichment, we get it all tested, all that stuff. And then um, we wait for our lock buddy, lock check person. And then um, the dogs can go out, the lions can go out. And then um, pretty much from there, you know, you're cleaning, you're socializing, you're bonding with each other, um, just trying to get a better understanding. Like when I first started, um, it was more about learning the routine and bonding and getting to know each other. And then um, as I progressed and as I got used to it, it became I like I know what like is expected. So now like I can just do it. So it's almost like you go from like being like a student to like, Okay, now like it's like a test sort of kind of like let <laughs> like let's see what you can do, so yeah. So something that's been a little bit different this year with Nair, we've actually had him our his entire school year yep. in Africa, and he comes to us on Wednesdays and Fridays. And like you mentioned, he's working the dog lion routine right now, which is our most dangerous routine. Yeah. So we made sure to start him off in different areas yep. and we could learn to trust him and he could see how things work and um, he's done great and he's been a fabulous student and we are so lucky to have him and we trust him to work with us around the lions and dogs um, but it's not always like that it no. used to be well actually it's just a trial run that africa mm -hmm. the africa department has done this year so that we could get to know our student better mm -hmm. and they could get to know us in the department better and we can focus um but what does a lab typically look like? You guys would go and switch throughout the year. Yeah. So what are the other labs you've done and how often are, or how much time are you usually spending with them until we started this new program? Um, so the other labs I've had, um, my first lab was Elephant. And then I left Elephant and uh, I ended up going to Jungle Trails. I left Jungle Trails and went to Education and then I went to Interpretive. And so you're usually with them 
for what we call a quarter. And all quarters have different sizes. So, like, fourth quarter is the shortest quarter. It's only, like, five or six weeks. Um, third quarter is the biggest. And it's usually, like, eight or nine weeks. And then first and second, they're about the same. They're, like, seven, eight weeks. And um, you just rotate. And um, usually we have the choice. So, like, we can put in, like, a request, like, of which lab we want. Mm -hmm. From, like, what we heard or, like, if we've actually, like, had it. Um, usually mystery tries to like create some diversity. Like he, he usually doesn't want you to have the same lab twice, <laughs> but if it's like, okay, nobody else wants it and you really, really, really want it. And like you show him that you really, really want it. They don't let you have it. But, um, he's a, uh, he's a real goofball when it comes to stuff like that. You'll say, mystery, I want an elephant. Then he sticks you in a reptile. It's like, oh, <laughs> so, so yeah. But, um, um, typically, you know, we switch every quarter and, um, Usually what I like about this lab and being the all year is so much stuff to do throughout the Africa department. And there are so many areas that in one quarter you wouldn't be able to get to them all, like mm -hmm. with the proper training and time and stuff like that. But with other labs, not to knock them or anything, but, you know, it's, you're pretty much working with the same animal every day or the same people or doing the same routine every day. We do have that unique ability because we have yeah. so, it's such a large department yeah. and so much diversity from giraffes to carnivores yeah. and social carnivores and hippos. Whereas, yes, a reptile house is mostly, you know, one building. Yeah. I know they, they're spread out a little bit, but yeah, we yeah. have the opportunity to like do, do a different thing each quarter yep. and you see a different type of animal, but stay with the same team. So yep. I'm glad it seems like you thought it worked out, right? Yeah. Like, would you yeah. suggest we continue doing I, something I like definitely that? would. Definitely awesome. would. And it worked out with your school, like, yep. um, because do the other kids go to lab on Mondays too? No. Okay. No, so it's just there are no lab on Mondays. Okay. Awesome. Um, I was curious. I don't know. I saw you writing something down. Were you curious about his capstone? I was. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. <laughs> will you tell us about your capstone? Project? So, um, my capstone I actually worked with Val from the Elephant House. Um, Val's a character. We've had him Val, on the show before. Val's, Val's, Val's a character. Definitely, he's definitely a character. That, that was my first keeper. So Val's definitely a character. <laughs> but um, it was about elephant conservation, and um, I feel like people they have the awareness about the problem with elephants and that they were critically endangered and now they're just endangered. So that's a plus. But um, I feel that they're not taking the time to figure out how to help. Hmm. So that's pretty much what I based my whole project about. So me and Val worked on like ways to get the public involved, ways to make them more aware, ways to advertise it more, and um, stuff like that. So we even talked about like how to zoo help <coughs> and how we support like all these different conservation groups and um, like the elephant extravaganzas and like how all of the profit goes towards elephant conservation and the elephant paintings and how all of it goes towards conservation. And um, it was just something to show that even sitting at home, you can help. Mm. So it was, um, it was, it was actually really fun because I got to see Val every day. <laughs> I, I always got a laugh out of the day. And, um, I was working with one of my favorite animals. So I was researching them and, um, trying to just show people that no matter where you are or what you do, there's always a way you can help. So that's pretty pretty much basically what my project was about. Did you do like a little video or how are you showing the people? Um, so we did are a we slideshow. Are we public? Yeah. Okay. So we did a slideshow and um, 
we're going to find a way to get it posted on the zoo's website. Okay. And then we did a poster. And so the slideshow was literally just all about elephant conservation. And um, it really just had, like, no perspective. Like, just the ways, like, the public could help. And then my poster was more about why I got involved, how I got involved, you know, mm -hmm. how I found my love for elephants, you know, why it matters. Like, it even has a, um, a section where it even shows, like, what the world would be like without elephants. Cool. And um, it's, like, it's really bad. Yeah. So I pray to God that never happens. But um, it's just certain ways. And then, like, even just um, going and standing by the elephant exhibit. Like, when people walk up, you greet them, and, you know, they'll start to ask questions, and then, you know, you, you bring it to their attention. And then, then they're aware about it. And I've even had people like, oh, like, how can I help? And they've, like, signed up for extravaganzas and everything. So it shows that it helps. I just think that people need the reassurance that, okay, yeah, like, this is the right thing to do. So yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. Good work. And I love your your kind of motivation behind starting it because I think that's a common theme throughout conservation. Yeah. It's like conservation is such an ongoing issue that I think people will take like a quote unquote win. Like yeah. elephants went from critically endangered to just endangered. Yeah. And you think, all right, elephants are fixed. We don't need to worry about elephants anymore. And obviously you're able to show that's yeah. not the case. That's amazing work. I'm yeah. proud of you, man. That's Appreciate awesome. Appreciate it, man. Yes, definitely. And I think, I mean, it's horrible to think about, but I think it's cool that you were able to show yeah what a world would be mm -hmm. like without elephants yeah. because I wouldn't have thought to show it from that yeah. perspective. I know the elephants, you really enjoyed your time over there. Did yeah. you have a favorite elephant? Um, we so always I, ask people their favorites. We get them in trouble. So We're not supposed to ask. I would say you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> Val, Val's going to knock me for this. But um, Sabu was definitely my favorite. And I think it's because elephant was my very first lab. And I was the tallest kid in the room, so I towered over everybody. And then I got the elephant house, and I saw Sabu, and I was looking up. And it's like, oh, I've never had to do this before. And he's really big, and he has a really big personality, and he's really cool. So, yeah, Sabu is definitely my favorite. He's a very cool elephant. Yeah, yeah, yes. So, I think when you started with us, elephant was your favorite lab. Yeah. But is it yeah. still your favorite lab? Oh, man. I, 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 <laughs> no pressure in front of two uh, Africa keepers. No I, pressure. I, I, de I definitely think Africa started knocking at the door. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty much entangled between both. I'm pretty much entangled between both. I, they... Like they're both great. I love them both, so I'm I'm not gonna choose. And if I even if I did choose, Eric's still gonna call me a traitor. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was wondering if you have anything that comes to mind about the grossest thing you've ever had to do in a lab. Because as zookeepers, you do some pretty gross stuff sometimes. Oh man, um, I definitely I definitely think picking up poop barehanded. Is like the grossest thing. But, <laughs> Why are you doing that, man? But, I don't do that. Like, it used to be really funny, too. Like, Val be like wheelbarrowing, and then a piece of poop fall out. And it's like, okay, sure, I can just wash my hands. And then you pick it up and you um, carry it. So, yeah. and um, especially like when Sabu was in Musk and it was like really bad. Um, and we had to clean the drains because he had the sand and the dirt and then he would pee in it and then we spray it <laughs> or wash down. So you had to reach in there to like clean the drain out. So yeah, it, that's definitely the grossest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah, cleaning drains is, yeah. is pretty gross. But you're right. Elephant poop isn't bad. It's just, yeah. hey, see yeah. what hippo poop. Yeah. Usually I use like a rake and shovel. Yeah. It's you know. <laughs> I feel like we've all grabbed it. Yeah. Bare hand yeah. at some it's point, not, right? It's, it's part bad. of the job. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Do you have a favorite part about being in the Zoo Academy? Um, definitely the experience. Um, just because the Zoo Academy is one of one. So there's no other program like this. Um, Columbus has something similar where the kids, like, they don't, they don't even take their classes at the zoo. 
they go to school and then after school they'll go to the zoo and they sort of kind of shadow the keeper like okay. they don't get to work with them um they don't get to socialize with the animals they don't get to do anything they're pretty much like taking notes and shadowing the keeper and like they have like all these um restrictions and limitations not to say that we don't but they have like way more like they can't like touch them they can't be in the animal area like they can't do anything but here you know you you build up the experience so you get to like you get to meet different keepers and meet different people and you get to work in the areas that people sometimes don't even know exist or that sometimes people don't think are as important so like maintenance and commissary and mm. aquatics and horticulture and stuff like that but um it's definitely the experience because if i had no way here i wouldn't have any experience I had, like being able to say that, like, Sabu peed on me. <laughs> so, like, yeah. yeah. So, before you were, like, coming here, were you certain, do you want to be a zookeeper? Did you always want to be a zookeeper? Do you think now you definitely want to? I think I was, it was always, like, at the door. So, like, the door was always open. But I think now it's like, yeah, it's definitely, like, that's what I want my career to be made out of, definitely. I definitely want to be a zookeeper. That's awesome. Is that... A common thing for zoo academy students do you think they all want to be zookeepers do they just want to work with animals in general or do they want to be accountants like i think that we all have love for animals somewhere mm -hmm. and even like the ones who their love isn't directly towards the animal or the animal area they always find something to relate to the zoo so like um sincere one of my great classmates he um he loves commissary so like he always said like commissary is like what he wants to do or like one of my other classmates adam he loves maintenance because he wants to be a welder okay so it's always something zoo related or something we can do to help the zoo but um most of us yeah like we want to work with them like vets or zookeepers or stuff like that so it always comes back to the zoo very cool and i think that's part of the cool program of the zoo academy yeah. in general too is the fact that like even if not every student ends up working with animals or in the animal field. Yeah. You still carry those experiences Definitely. and you still carry kind of like the the ongoing message of conservation and support yeah. of animals Definitely. throughout yeah. whatever field you go into. Yeah. But that's really cool. Yeah, yeah I know if you have to pick one of the, the IT, yeah. the health sciences, you, you may pick Zoo Academy without yeah. knowing what you want to do yet. Who knows what they want to do yeah. as a sophomore in high school. Yeah. But then you come here and you realize... Even if animals aren't for you, yeah. there are so many other yeah. opportunities at the zoo. We need all sorts Definitely. of people that run the zoo. So lots of different jobs and opportunities. So I'm really glad, though, that you think yeah. you know now you want to be a zookeeper. Yeah. That's awesome. So one question we did have, though, for you was if you had to give, like, advice to some younger students, younger mm -hmm. kids who maybe thought they might want to do Zoo Academy or definitely want to do Zoo Academy, mm -hmm. do you have some advice for them starting out? Like, I'm sure there were some bumps along the way, right? It's not all yeah. peaches and roses. Like, um, definitely do it. it it's going to be something that you have to get used to. It's going to be something that you're going to have to be dedicated to do. Um, but it's not so much as easier than a traditional high school, but you have more freedom than a traditional high school. So your class size is smaller. So if you don't understand a subject or you don't understand a project, you the teacher has more time with you because instead of being made up of a class of 30 or 40, you're made up of a class of 15 or 20. And then um, the experience, you, you're working with the maintenance crew, the plant horticulture, the Africa crew, the elephant crew, and you're working with all these cool people, all these cool animals, all these cool experiences. And um, it's going to get rocky. It's going to get hard. Um, 
you're always going to feel like, oh, man, like I could have did something better. But it's always like Mr. E tells us, what you feel like you did bad today, do it better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so if, you know, you don't feel like going to lab and then because, you know, for whatever reason. And then what Mr. E tells us is always like go to lab. And usually every time someone ends up feeling like they don't want to go to lab and they go, they always come back with a smile on their face. Mm -hmm. Like lab always helps. And then just the people, um, you get coming here, you not saying at a traditional high school, you don't, but coming here, you build a great support system. And there's so many people that know so many people or that have the experience. So if this is what you really want to do, then, you know, bond with the people that have the experience that you need or that you want. And you can always build off of them. You can always refer to them for help. Just like you guys are like Mr. E. Like Mr. E was a keeper for almost 30 years. So it's cool to have him as a teacher. But also, if you have a zookeeper question, you can always go to him. And he'll always give you the answer. Like the best he can. So it's always different. It's always different things that draw us. Definitely. Yeah. And that's a good way to put it. The fact that, you know, there are going to be hard days yeah, out there. It's going to be rewarding in the end. Yeah. But I remember, Nair, I think it was my first day with you in lab. You were working with me on our on our painted dog and lion yeah. routine. And it was raining buckets. It poured like, It was rain. the worst. <laughs> I was like, I, was, yeah. I remember it was our first day. I looked at the weather forecast. I was like, oh, man, like, Nair's first day working with me tomorrow. He might just have the most miserable day. <laughs> and I remember we came away laughing yeah. at the end of the day because no, we, we were like, we're soaking yeah, wet. We had the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fun, rain or shine. Yeah. But no, I think it was a really good point you made too that like you're networking basically yeah. here. So if you decide to apply for a zookeeper yep. job in Texas in yep. you know four years after you graduate, yep. then you can call one of us or yep. ask one of us to send a uh, you know a referral for you or reference and yep. that sort of thing. So it is a really good way to get to know people yep. and um, make those relationships yeah. that are Definitely. so important. Yep. From talking to some of your other students that you're with, mm. do they refer to like other labs that they've done that you haven't done that they say, oh, this lab was amazing? Like, I think that's something that we all do, like definitely, mm. because um, there's always competition in classroom. <laughs> yeah. So you come back and you know, you're talking about your day and then somebody else starts talking about their day and then somebody else says, well, I did this in the lab, well, I did this in the lab. And I think it just, even without having the lab, I think it creates the the image of that lab. Mm -hmm. So like if somebody's coming back, they're always talking good about their lab. That lab must be great. So I think that's something that we all do. So like, even like when I had elephant, like, yeah, I came back smelling like elephant, but like, <laughs> look at what I did. Like, this is what I did and, um, stuff like that. So like, it's even like, even the labs that like, we thought like coming in would be boring because like, it's not an animal. It's like commissary or like horticulture or maintenance, you know, like when um, Adam came back, he had welded his name into uh, like a steel plate. And he oh, came back and cool. showed us, we thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's awesome. So, and then um, like Sincere, when he was doing commissary, he was telling us like, oh man, like when we deliver the food, like I get to see all the different animals and all this stuff. And we're like, like that's really cool too. <laughs> so it's always like someone somewhere always has a cool experience with every lab. So that's definitely something we all do because it's always competition. Always with us. Always. That's awesome. So another thing I wanted to ask you, I, you kind of touched on this earlier, but something I was really curious about mm. the Zoo Academy stu students in general and the program itself is yeah. there's obviously not like a soccer field and yeah. a gymnasium here yeah. at the zoo. Yeah. 
Zoo Academy students are still able to participate in sports and yeah. go to dances and have some of those like traditional high school memories. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because um, so you're enrolled in the Hughes, so you are a Hughes student. So any clubs Hughes has, any sports, any dances, any events Hughes has, you're invited to. So um, we can still play basketball. Um, baseball season going on right now. Adam plays uh, baseball. When wrestling was happening, Sincere was wrestling. When basketball, it was me and Yana. So, like, you're still, they definitely include you in everything they do. You're not like an outcast. So, you're definitely, like, we're having a dance this day, and, like, they'll send it down. Like, even um, last year, our history teacher would come down to teach us history at, as our first class. So you you still get everything, like mm-hmm. everything. Everything Hughes like gets and provides, you still get. So it's definitely good because you're not, you know you're not by yourself. We're not independent. So we're definitely like, Hughes still like they got us. So everything they do, we get to do. So it's definitely really cool. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. That's so cool, yeah. yeah. Well, will you tell us a little bit about your future plans? I mean, you graduate soon. Yeah. You'll yeah. be leaving Zoo Academy. Yeah. What are you doing next? Um... So my summer, my summer, I am definitely sleeping my whole summer. <laughs> Sleep for me, buddy. Uh, this, <laughs> this waking up at, at 6 o'clock in the morning thing, it, it's, it gets to be really draining every day. <laughs> but um, not really. Um, I'm going to go to college, and um, I'm going to study wildlife management okay. um, to pursue my career as a zookeeper. And I'm um, going to get my bachelor's in it, and then hopefully I'm going to end up a zookeeper somewhere. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun, man. We we try to encourage each other with everything. So even if I want to do something that Adam doesn't want to do, or if Sincere wants to do something and I don't really think I'm going to be strong in it, we always try and show each, show each other the flip side. So it's always, well, you know, like, you wanted to do this, and you know, but if you do do this, you know, this is what's involved. So we always try and give each other the flip side, like the uh, the different perspective. So yeah, definitely. It sounds like you guys have a fantastic relationship with everyone. And it we sounds do. really, it's really nice to hear that we you definitely guys do. are so supportive as teenagers. I'll yeah. say so supportive and so mature. Like, yeah, I don't definitely. know if it's, if that's your upbringing, if that's part of the program, if it's a little bit of both. But I like, think it's a little bit of both. When yeah. I was your age, my gosh, I was... <laughs> Not nearly this mature, not nearly had the, the foresight that you do to yeah. make plans like I, that. I, I think I was it's just definitely trying to have fun. <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely both. Don't, don't get me wrong, we still have fun. But I think it's definitely both. Like Between our upbringing and the program, um, you learn to mature just being around it. Like, so like Val, like when I first came in, I had Val as a keeper. So if anybody knows Val, he's the biggest character ever. And um, I was telling Mark, you can never tell when he's serious or when he's not serious. He uses the same tone. His voice always stays the same. His facial expressions are always the same. But hanging around them and being with them and working with them, and as you work with them and you're with them every day and you're talking to them every day, it starts to sort of kind of rub off on you. So you got to mature just a touch if you want to be the next Val. So, yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait for Val to awesome. hear this. He's gonna, his head's awesome. going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> But no, yes, you working around adults isn't yeah. something that you would normally do as in like a traditional high yeah. school, and so that I'm sure is helpful. And then I think it's amazing that they give you this free yeah. time every Definitely. day to yeah. you know not to put too much pressure on you to do a ton of schoolwork outside yeah. of work or outside of school or the meditation and all that. Like I yeah. wish we had a break like that during we, mental, we even got yoga programs now. come along. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. We sure. we even got yoga now. Like wow. we do, oh, that's yeah. so, cool. so like we do yogas on Wednesdays now. <laughs> So, like, yeah, we're, they, they give us everything. We try and do everything, man. <laughs> everything. That's 
that's very cool. Well, do you have anything else you want to tell us about Zoo Academy or anything we missed that we didn't cover you think students should know? or? Um, definitely one that Zoo Academy graduates have gone on to become zookeepers, curators, directors, um, researchers, and conservation, conservation leaders. So um, we definitely have like a really successful graduation rate and background. Mm -hmm. So like Eric from the Elephant House, he's a Zoo Academy graduate. And um, he always tells us like this was the best program we could have ever went through. Because it's, it always, if you think you have a love for an animal, come to the Zoo Academy because it'll build your love for that animal. Mm -hmm. And it'll show you that you have your love for that animal. Or just like that flower, that plant, you know, um, maintenance. Um, commissary stuff like that so definitely that definitely that. it's definitely something if you don't know what you want to do but you know you want a career to make out of something it's definitely a program to go into because it's not only working with animals you have the horticulture you got maintenance you got commissary you got um like just everybody man everybody so definitely, it's definitely a program to like invest into and take your time to like research and go through. And like we shadow all the time. So definitely, if you want to be a shadow, come to the Zoo Academy. No, that's a great point to illuminate the fact that we do have plenty of people on yeah. staff, not just the keeper staff, but yeah. the staff of the zoo across yeah. the board that yeah. have gone to Zoo Academy. And it does give you such a leg up. I yeah. think of like the experience that I had coming out of high school and the experience that you're going to have yeah, coming man. out of high school. Yeah. I think you're going to be a shoe in for internships yeah. and the stuff that you apply for moving forward yeah. in college. So I'm excited for what's next for you, man. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait yeah, to see right. what you do. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah. You're going to go, you're going to go far places. You're going to go big and we can't wait to hear about it. So yeah. we hope you'll uh, but stay always in come touch back and us. visit. Of yeah, always come back. Of course. <laughs> Gotta come back and see Val, right? <laughs> yeah. Not me and Mark. Val, no. <laughs> just giving you a hard time. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Jenna, did we have a, a what can I do for today? What can I do to be a better steward of the earth, better environmental care? Yes. So I think it's getting harder and harder to come up with things that we haven't done yet. But I'm pretty certain we haven't talked about really exciting wool dryer balls. Have you guys heard of these? So, I'm not. Please, please teach me. Please. I use them at home. And um, basically, it's a ball like formed out of wool and you throw it in your dryer mm -hmm. rather than um, the fabric softener sheets and it helps prevent static cling um, it helps your clothes dry much faster so you're using less power mm. um, less electricity and it you can add essential oils to them to help like make all of your clothes smell good and so it's not filled with chemicals and doesn't produce waste so a lot of um, these sheets are actually just thrown into the mm. you know into the dump and they have a lot of chemicals in them so they're not good for okay. you they can cause asthma they're not good for the environment okay. and these um dryer balls will actually help everything dry faster it's healthier and safer for you they're really cheap and they last forever so it's something i do i've never tried the essential oils but you just put a few drops on them let them sit for a few hours and then it helps your clothes smell good um so very very easy what can i do and it can make a difference in the landfill and with your own personal yeah. health. I've not heard of this. You can get them to like any grocery store, convenience store, yes, whatever. Yeah. I just happened to run across them at like TJ Maxx or Marshalls one day okay. and bought them there. But yeah, you could order them anywhere, Walmart. Yeah, that's definitely something yeah. to invest in. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Very yeah. easy. And yeah, it makes your clothes dry like 25% faster, I think. so. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. And so, so It <laughs> yeah. truly is that's so easy. simple. They last forever. <laughs>
Oh, awesome. Well, it was great to have you. I'm so glad you were on the podcast with us. And we're so thankful for all your hard work in the yes. Africa department. And we're glad that you were willing to try this new, different way yeah. of doing labs with us of this course. year. Of course. So. It was fun, man. It was fun, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely been a fun journey. We're yeah. proud of you. We're excited to see what comes next after Thanks, graduation. Man. To any listeners out there, you heard about Nair's experience. If you want to get a student in your life involved in the zoo academy go for it like, should they look yeah. up hughes is that where they would find the information oh uh, we actually we actually got uh our own website oh okay uh but Do you know what it is it, it's actually i think it's i think it's zooacademycps.org.com okay. something like that that makes sense but um even if you can't find it go through hughes and go to pathways and zoo academy will pop right up okay and there's actually there's actually a video of me in it of course Whoa. <laughs> but um we just like uh we're talking about our experiences actually the day they came to record and they were here oh yeah when yeah. you're doing diets yeah okay yeah. That so was they put that video up there so yeah awesome. but um definitely invest in it definitely look into it Great. Yeah, I hope there are some listeners out there that want to be zookeepers and now yeah. know that they can go to school at a zoo. Yep. So Yeah. Even if one person hears it. That's made a difference. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, Nair. Well, thanks so much, man. Thank Definitely. you again for taking Definitely. the time to come chat with us today. To all you listeners tuning in for another episode of Cincinnati Zoo Tales, we really appreciate it and we're excited to have you back again next time. Have a great day.